Hello. Hi. Thursday, August 1st. First. Yes. Pride Month here in Toledo. Yeah. Thursday, August 1st, 2019, here with the Morning Reboot on Q105. Uh, we'd love to have you be a part of the show today. You can text in 419-240-1055. Why would you do that? Um, shortly after 6 o'clock, Floyd will be hosting his edition of the Rated Game. A lot of games today. After 7 o'clock, we'll, uh, we'll step back, do some Throwback Thursday. No particular year, just a color of skin and a type of music. Because our friend Phil Holtz will be uh, will be here today. Filet Mignon, winner of our talent contest uh, a little bit back at Hollywood Casino. And I believe he has an album that came out a year ago or today. I have to check with that. But you will take on a worthy adversary in Throwback Thursday right after 7 o'clock. Um, press conference. We'll have fun with that. What would your kids like to be when they grow, when they're, when they grow up? Uh, is it a Ninja Turtle? Is it a teacher? <laughs> Do they still want to grow up and be president? Because that seems like a really tough job. Um, that's after 8 o'clock, but already on our Facebook page. And a last-minute panel full of ladies. We've tried doing them very early, but now we're going to bump it back today to 8.30. It's actually just when it fits in the schedule. 5.36. Good morning. It's Eric Chase and the one and only Floyd. Hi. Happy Pride Month. Just when you guys thought it was over, we put it back in your face. <laughs> it's always gay around here. It is, for sure. I'm not going to fake it. I'm in a very... Even the straight people are gay. Y'all real, real gay. Some of them. Yep. I said, wait, I said what I said. Thank you, <laughs> Titus. That, that's the weirdest little tiff. Um, I'm in a crabby mood, and I don't know why. Oh, Lord. I had very... Pray for me, y'all. Uh, very vivid dreams last night about a radio station I used to work at mm. with someone that I used to work with, uh, obviously, because I had messaged that person before I went to bed to tell them that I had finished something, and I wanted to thank them. Mm. And if I eat right before I go to sleep... I guess anything. It it makes my dreams so vivid. It it's like living the never ending story. I think that's I think a lot of people go through that. Like you're not supposed to eat like two hours for a bed or something like that. I had There's some number. I had a tablespoon and a half of peanut butter and that must have just that's still eating. set my imagination <laughs> into overdrive. But I'm 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 crabby today. But we can stick with the, the gay thing for a moment. Just a moment? Just yeah, just, just a moment. Time. I mean it, it's always a a little gay on this show, I suppose. Probably more because of me than you. Say that again. Probably because <laughs> more because of me than than you. Um, by, by the way, you can text the show, 419-240-1055. That means open up the text, the text window. Sometimes we forget. We, we, we Have a good morning. Um, Floyd will get to uh, his version of the rated game shortly after 6 o'clock. You watched Gossip Girl, right? I did. I have the complete series on DVD. So, I finished uh, The Boys last night on Amazon Prime. And I don't even want to talk about what kind of show it is. Because if I say it's a superhero show, it's going to turn a lot of people off. Yeah. But it's not it's not a traditional like Marvel type thing. And, that, mm-hmm. and I'll just leave it at that. And, and I really... I, really enjoy, I, I would rather just say the show told a good story. The, mm-hmm. the storytelling was, was good. The pacing was good, which is, I, I think, a lot of people overlook that. Like, I think it was Stranger Things that hit the sweet spot of, these shows that we watch, streaming, binging, have to be eight episodes. No more, no less. It seems And to they be have to do with the nostalgia of it. 
What's that? Hit you with the nostalgia-ness of it, too. No, but I mean, before Stranger Things came along, everything was 10 episodes or 13, and a lot of times even the good shows were too long. Mm-hmm. Stranger Things was like, hey, we can do eight, and make and, and eight is like the sweet spots. But every aside from what the content was, like the theme, the genre of the show, it was so well done. I know a lot of people like Carl Urban and Simon Pegg. You'd know them if you saw them. Okay, I was like, I feel like I know what Simon Very good like. actors, okay. very good storytelling. It was just all very well done from top to bottom, genre aside. But the the, the one dude who plays a, an aquatic uh, superhero, I'm like, where do I know this guy from? Like, why do his face looks so familiar? But I, and I didn't often look at his face. I was looking at the size of his triceps, which is the back. Of, <laughs> so I think people know what biceps are. That's yeah. the, the muscle that people usually flex. Um, the tricep is, a, is actually a bigger, it's one of the bigger muscles in your body, and it's on the back of your arm. And it, look, look, it looked like he had a, a garbage bag in his tricep. It was so big. <laughs> and his bicep vein was always there. Maybe he was dehydrated or something. I don't know. Just a prominent vein? Yes. Okay. But one, the kind of vein that looks you even makes you look even more muscular. <laughs> All right. I don't remember his character's name, but do you remember Chase Crawford from Gossip Girl? Yeah. That's who it was. He did not look He's like buff. Yes. He he did not look like that. He was a scrawny little lad. Right. <clears throat> remember how? <gasps> oh, you know what? Okay. Remember how Zac Efron like exploded with muscles? That's what happened to Chase Crawford. Yeah, he didn't look like that on Gop- Gossip Girl. He did not. But I'll take him looking like this if he comes back for the reboot. Right. Right. Yeah, like, his arms were massive. Yeah, he was a tiny little man. Now, I don't okay. know if this was him. The costumes are supposed to look a little hokey because it's kind of like a superhero parody, but just mm. a little bit. So I don't know if they... Women contour their breasts, don't they? They do. I don't know if his arms were contoured, but it was it was some kind of thing to look at. I'm starting Pride off, Pride Month off in the right <laughs> you category, are. right? I, I'm just simply saying that that was not the Chase Crawford from Gossip that Girl. Is not he can go on the wall. Just this picture. All right, we're back. Sorry, Happy Pride. Thank you for that morning. That I can't do. What 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 do you? I'm oh, I just Google Chase Crawford, the boys, and his little green outfit. Look, yeah, looking all. Stoic with his his was it bedroom eyes. Yeah, he he <laughs> I was like, oh, he's the the broiest of all the characters. Oh, mm. Um, but I just couldn't. I'm like, that is not what I remember from Gossip Girl. Like, at least, sorry to be a little nerdy, but I I, I know there are some people who do like um the Flash on the CW, mm-hmm. and that's Grant Gustin, who I believe was in Glee. Yes. Like, he didn't bulk up a whole lot from Glee. <laughs> um, Chase Crawford hit the gym for this role. He did. Hey, he was like, you know what? I may not be able to do a Gossip Girl reboot. Let me let me get some muscle. All right. Make me uncrabby. Make you uncrabby? Um, I You can't. <laughs> yeah, you just got to roll with the punches. I know. It happens. I know. No worries. Like, I'm a little tired, and I don't get it. Like, I... Is it because cold weather's back for a bit? No, this is okay. not cold. This is nice. In fact, the next five days are going to be like very little chance of rain and lots of sunshine. Like the next five days are perfect. In fact, the next five days are San Diego like weather, which would probably be my my optimal weather choice. Oh, 
yesterday, mm-hmm. speaking of weather, I had a little Facebook dialogue with uh, a very beautiful young woman. Yes. Your mother. Why? Quit. <laughs> Why? She was, by the way, this is Q105, the morning reboot. It's Eric and Floyd. We'll soon be stepbrothers. Someone's like, Ew! Put it down on Miss Donna. <laughs> gross. That's how stepbrothers you mean by stepdad. Oh. That's huh? gross. Call me that stepdad. Means, that means Mr. Barry and Miss Donna would have to be together for us to be stepbrothers, and that would be one crazy reality show. I'd yeah. watch it. I. We'd live it. Your mom, <laughs> still trying to shake some of some of the grief from from your aunt passing, I believe, mm-hmm. uh, went and just spent some time in nature, and she she goes to middle grounds a lot. She proclaimed how much she liked it. That's her and favorite like, spot. Your son doesn't. <laughs> that's her. That's her favorite thing to do. She does. Um, she goes to the Metro Park, the one downtown. She used to go to the one by the zoo, but since she works on the east side in Oregon. So when she gets off work, she sometimes just goes to the park and just sits and hangs out. And then when she has my nephew, they go together. They have Nana, I always say nephew, Nana grandson dates. She uh, she talked about how she likes the weather like this, as I do. And her son, she doesn't know what, what's up with him, but he likes <laughs> he likes the winter and the I cold. Do. She was like, she always says, she was like, I don't know how you're my child. I'm like, grant me a snowflake any day. No, I don't want, like, icy roads. Don't get me I'm not that person who's like, let's slip and slide everywhere. Like, no. It's one, the little light dusting. Get rid of it the next day. Did you hear that? Uh, it was a giggle by a woman. Okay. I was like, what was that noise? But, like, um, yeah, I just like, a, I like snow. Not impacting snow. Not snow that freezes up the city where we can't do anything. Like, I just like a little gust. Because you can get warm, but you can't get cool outside. You layer up outside. You can't peel your skin off in the heat. But you don't have to shovel heat and humidity. That's why you have an apartment. And I'll... I'll <laughs> I don't do that either. Science be damned. I'll go to my grave, which I kind of want to do right now because I'm so pissy and crabby. Wow, happy Thursday, sorry. Toledo. Yeah, sorry. Way to kick off Pride Month. Uh, sorry. <laughs> Straighty. During, during Gay Pride Month? Yes. The sequel? <laughs> I'll go to my grave saying and thinking that... Um, your car's air conditioning will work faster than your car heating up in the wintertime. All right, so I'm not going to I'm going to No, pivot. go ahead. Whatever. So like looking at the cast of the boys, mm-hmm. are they supposed to look like other superheroes? Yes. Cuz the one looks like Wonder Woman, the one looks like She-Ra, Aquaman. I haven't said who the black guy looks like. And the other black guy looks like Frozone from um, yes. The Incredibles and the one looks like a Captain America ripoff. Yeah, that yeah, yeah. It, it's supposed to be like a mo- a very Modest parody. Okay, and they all like, they all look similar. They're all too. like most the of them are are D's. It's it's basically like what if Superman was really selfish and Captain America did very anti-American things. Okay, or I'll give he let a lot of people die simply for what he believed was a greater good, or uh, that okay. he couldn't pull it off. Like you know how superheroes. Almost always save people. Yeah, they all and they always end with for the greater good of mankind. And the audience and the crowd's like, "Yes, you saved that woman from the building." All right, last nerdy thing. <laughs> I, but I'm sorry, just let me feel something today. Maybe this. No, you're good. You're good. Go, go. Did go. you see the first Henry Cavill Superman movie? Yes. Remember how? Um, I, I think Zack Snyder produced that. I, I, I remember how at the end of the movie, like there was utter destruction. Mm-hmm. Like. It looked like 
like the worst place in the world. Yeah. And people were like, that's not, Superman wouldn't let that happen. Superman mm-hmm. doesn't let all that carnage and, and havoc happen. And then you think about all the people that died in those buildings. Mm-hmm. That's this series. Mm-hmm. Like, he, had, he, they had to stop the bad guys. So, guess what? Innocent people died. I like this concept. Five, and you can, then you can just look at Chase Crawford's uh, triceps. I will play this song and hopefully it will make me feel better. Maybe. We like Ellie Golden. Q105. Even though we Good morning. It's the morning reboot. 419-240-1055. It's up. It's Cranky McCranky Face and Pride McPride Face Month. Hi. Good morning. (laughs) Um, Oh, honey, that's it. I'll shake this. I'm sorry. No, you're good. You know what? You you are human. It happens. We all get into a rut. You good. You don't have to apologize for your mood and your feelings. Uh, rated game right after 7 o'clock. Uh, no, I'm sorry. Ra- rated game right after 6 o'clock. Mm-hmm. 7 o'clock, our friend Filet Mignon. That is a real thing. That is a <laughs> rapper that won our Hollywood Casino talent contest not that long ago. And he will face off with Floyd for Throwback Thursday today, our friend. Maybe that's why. Ashley won't be here today. Oh, the oh, you're having a, a child thing. Your, your um, schedule's messed up. I want my mom. <laughs> yeah, your schedule's messed up. This but it's okay. okay. We we he oh, you he know, will never fill the void of Ashley. We need to meditate. Do we? Do I need to get the guided meditation up? <laughs> this is the guided meditation. <laughs> See that you made need, me laugh. <laughs> you need to relax. Oh, remember what I told you? The one I downloaded at thirty-eight minutes and like forty-two seconds. <laughs> the weird. The, the Australian thing, but it just goes. I want remind remind me. I want to go listen to it. <laughs> Maybe it, it's not that loud, but because you were at some level of peace, Sleep, it sounded yeah, like that. It always wakes me up when I get to that, and, and I don't know why. Because I know it, consciously, I know it's coming, but I'm like, oh, I'll be sleeping, sleep through. Like I just don't know why, because it's the one that makes me fall asleep right away. I have to figure out which one it is on my thing. Um. Because I have like five little playlists. And this is why it's like, it, it's good that, that YouTube and all these other social media sites keep keep so much information. So it's easy to go back and find this mm-hmm. thing, right? Um, last night was, they usually do it on the weekend, but whatever. It was last night. Uh, Hens and Hounds happened at the ballpark. I saw that. But some people were tweeting about it. And I was like, mm. Fine. You, in recent years when they've done it, um, it's been crappy or hot weather mm-hmm. and then of course the last time they did it that dog had yeah. a heart thing i think it was all clear last night um i was downtown yesterday having coffee with a friend of mine my friend matt used to live in the same building mm-hmm. his girlfriend has been living and working in italy for the last year Oh, I met them at your yes. little get-together Melissa house warming. Yeah. made that buffalo chicken dip. Where I think two people brought them, but it, hers was just incredible. Yeah, uh, She's back in town for a little bit before she goes back to Italy one last time, before she's home for good in November. Uh, that's, that's Abby's mom. Abby appreciates uh, doing certain sexual things to Andre, my little dog. No- oh, Abby's a... A dog. Yes. Okay, I was like, ooh, ooh. Oh, sorry. Yes. <laughs> I was like, what? A- Abby's like a big hound dog. She's like a hundred some pound hound dog mix, and she has the sex drive of a horny sixteen year old boy when Andre <laughs> is around. And uh, she she does some non consensual things to Andre, and Matt's like, he didn't try to run away. I said he was tethered to Diddy. <laughs> 
he couldn't run away. But trust me, I saw the look Typical on his face. Typical response. Well, he did not not say no. Right. <laughs> but we hung out. We were at, we sat That's outside funny. Maddie and Bell and just caught up for like a, like an hour yesterday. And one beautiful young woman left Maddie and Bella, and she and whoever she was with. Um, petted the dogs as she walked in. She walked out, and mm. she's like, "Where's Franklin?" I'm like, "Franklin's the white dog." The white dog, yeah. yeah. So that was uh, Franklin. Franklin is still in need of an adopted home. Can Franklin come in person so I can pet him and live my life? Uh, I don't think Laura's coming in today, but oh. at a reasonable hour, I will message her and <laughs> see because usually. Uh, Laura gives me the heads up. She's coming in to see Lynn and Cliff at K100. But yeah, Franklin needs a home. And everybody keeps hassling me to get him. He's too big for me. Yeah, you said that. And, and is he too big for me? Yes. And to be quite honest... Because uh, I, <laughs> I, I keep talking about him to my mom. I'm like, damn it. I'm not anti-pit. Mm-hmm. But I'm just pro-other stuff. You have a type. I do have a you type. You have a type. Right. I, I'm not a, a... I don't have any prejudice against pit bulls. Mm. But I... I have a type. Obviously, I have two beagles. Obviously, you you like that's your style of dog. Can't mess up the pack. Yeah, I. Again, I'm not prejudiced. There's just, and, and you know what? If not in Toledo Pride Month, you're not during Pride Month. <laughs> Become September first. All during... bets are off. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, but he's got to find out. But I was just surprised that. I know this is my home, and I know I post a lot of stuff on social media. But when mm-hmm. somebody says something like that. I don't find it creepy. I find it endearing, and it's almost like affirming that I'm that this was the right decision to stay here and make this my yeah. home because this should make me feel better. I like to think that I do some good here. You and do helping Franklin find a home is some of that. The fact that someone didn't yell, "Oh, you're the guy from the radio," but like, "Where's Franklin?" That's good. I mean, Franklin could be adopted by her. I should have said that to her. Oh, I, you should have been like. I sh- Here's a card, and on the back it says, "It's for Franklin. Adopt him, and don't talk to me if you don't." Where's Franklin? <laughs> Waiting for you to go pick. Waiting his ass for you up. to pick him. <laughs> Ain't that about it? Waiting for you to pick him up. I have a. I, what is happening? The chairs swiveling. I have. I don't really have any regrets. I have some wishes and desires. Mm-hmm. One of them is being able to fulfill my wanderlust and, and traveling. But I, I have dogs, you know. I'm experimenting tomorrow night with Bethany and her husband. That should sound sexual, but it's not. Um, with something that might help this. but So when I come across someone like Melissa, who's been living in Italy for the mm-hmm. last year, I have dozens of questions. Oh, for sure. Like That's how I meet. That's how I fulfill my wanderlust. Now, is it one of those things that like you want to know so bad to the point where you're like, oh, I can go there? Or is it just like, I just want to know. Just it's I both. never have the desire to... See, I'm like that too when I find out people travel. I'm like, oh, how is it? Like, I want to know the who, why, what, when, where's, and all that stuff. And then I'm like, and I draw the conclusion like, could I do this? Hmm. Most of the time I can't because like most of my friends... You could like, though. Most of my friends are like, I went hiking in the Swiss, Swiss Alps. I'm They haven't, but I'm just saying like stuff they do. I'm like, mm, I can't hike, but I can stay at the base camp and wait for you to come back down. That's still something. <laughs> like I'm, I'm cheering you on. I and when I come across these people, and I've done this with Philip a little bit as he's over in, in London, it's not like what should I visit? Um, did you, Philip? Did you go see the? It's. It, I want to know like the the day to day minutia stuff. Mm. Um, like what did I ask Melissa yesterday that would would fall in line with that? Like where did where did you go for coffee? She's like I had a French press. I'm like oh, okay. <laughs> um, 
Like, where did you do your food shopping? And she told me there's a place that's kind of like Kroger, but it's more like food town. Uh, she is living in Turin or Torino. Oh, that, so, they had the Olympics there a few yes. years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So not one of the major, not one of the major tourist cities like, like Milan stops, or yeah. Rome. So she said the the language barrier outside of her working has been difficult because there's not a lot of tourists that right. speak English that come through there. But yeah, it's it's whenever I, I meet someone, um, Alex the photographer. He's come in to visit a couple times. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gets yeah. goats. Uh, Alex right now is in an island. He's he, What did he say? In between Hawaii and Australia. There's stuff in between there? Very Oh, little. it's like the U.S. islands or something. Like, it's like they're like territory. They're like, they're like the size of the studio, right? Like they're just so itty bitty. I don't think there are territory, but there's somebody's. And yes. Not even, they don't even show up on the world map. Right. <laughs> That's why they are. Okay. And yeah, so he's over there doing stuff. And what it's like. I reception is like there. He's on Instagram somehow. Hmm. That's the one thing that might have scared people off from traveling in the past. Like, how will I keep in touch with people? How will I? There are satellites everywhere. Here's a dove. Send a telegram to New York. Yes. (laughs) In 1989. Sorry to go backwards. One way that you might really... I could could get you into that show, The Boys. If you were a fan of... On Game of Thrones, the vocabulary of the hound who use the C word very often, mm. and uh, the T word, they both could be a certain part of a certain person's body. Oh, okay. Like he used them all the time, and I, I, you don't ever use... One of my rules, no C word. I don't like that word either. Carl Urban could have a C word off, like a, uh, with mm. the hound, and it would be something. Mm-mm. I'm not a friend of that word. But yeah, um, so Italy, that's cool. I'm trying to think where would where would I want to go though? Like if I let's go. Oh oh. So last night I was on Instagram and I saw Philip's post, and he was like, you know, his little whatever. But like he was posting pictures of London, and I like messaged him. I said, "Can you show me like a ghetto in London? Like I don't think London is this pretty." Oh, I think I, it does. <laughs> like, I, I was it's like, I know. I told him. I said, "Can you show me like a rough part of London? Don't you're no longer a tourist. You are now a civilian. Like you are a local. I need to see." Graffiti, someone throwing up in the street, like because he keeps sending like it's there, like he keeps sending like Big Ben and like like all the stuff that we know like tourists look at. I said, no, you live there now. I need you to send me a picture of a street at night. I need you to send me a picture of their newscast. I don't believe London is that safe. It's not. I mean, <laughs> it's like every other city. I did. I sent it all caps. I said, you need you live there now. You I, need to send me what London really looks like. like Don't give me this fantasy that we all the day to day minutia stuff. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I wouldn't go- say that to you because he sent a picture of like the art museum or something. I was like, oh, that's gorgeous. I'm glad he's doing this now because yeah. he's been sitting on his ass and he's been getting a little bored and whiny. Mm-hmm. I'm like Philip, you don't have a job. You're good right now. What you need to do every day, and, and I told trying to help him with his relationship. You need to go out and learn something that you didn't know about London every day. Just go walk in a direction and get lost. He should go audition for stuff in London because they always infiltrate our country and they're always on our TV shows and then in interviews. I'm like, oh, you're not American? Oh, you're from England? How dare you? So, Philip, you need to just go there, learn a, learn a good British accent so when you're on their soap opera and you go to like their version of Kelly and Ryan and they're like, Philip, where are you originally from? I'm from Toledo, Ohio. You know what I mean? They're like, what? Uh, you're not You're not British? I would like that. <laughs> yeah, do it. Learn it. 
Uh, 601 on the morning reboot. Are you ready to uh, hit me with a rated game? I got some. All right, throwback Thursday, a little over an hour from now on the morning reboot. Q104. All right, now I'm a little happier after hearing something. 615 yeah. in the morning, reboot Q105. It is good to have you here. You'll cheer me up. And you'll thank you. Nothing a bag of uh, junk food from the snack machine. You're can- welcome. Good morning. It's the morning reboot. We've got the, uh, the rated game ready to roll here. Floyd w- Doyle. That's me. Uh, who received his first complaint email. I did. Good I for did. you. I've made it. You, yeah, you are a true Toledo <laughs> personality hey, now. We'll, we'll put it this way. And she was not happy with me. Though I'm sure Deja has received her share of complaints. Oh, I have a complaint. Yeah. What? Another one? Yeah. Went to go see your girlfriend, Alex, yesterday at the Wellness and Recovery Center. We're Facebook friends now. I... I said, come on back to the show. And then she had mentioned, um, I said, oh, yeah, come back so Floyd can stare at you because I know you find her stunning. I have a little man crush on her. No hetero. You can't say that. Yes, I can because it's Gay Pride Month in Toledo. That's like a white person saying the N-word that ends in A. Oh, stop that. It's not the same thing. It's close. Um, Anyway, she said that every time she sees you out, you don't talk to her, or like I'm a, always busy, and I get that a lot, uh, and I do uh, apologize. Uh, time out. I said, my mistake. You see Deja when you're out, <laughs> and Deja is usually obliterated with alcohol. No, no, most often. No, I actually got confronted by it. It's funny, but I got confronted by someone because they're like, "You hate me," and I go, I, "I don't hate you." They're like, "Every time I'm out, you never talk to me. You always cold shoulder me." I said. I'm actually, my eye is on a prize when I'm, in the, in, when, if I'm in drag and I ignore you, I'm not ignoring you. You're I'm working. just, I'm just working, but I, I do get where people, I would like to apologize to people. Alex. Alex, I Mainly like- her, because I love her. I would never want her to feel that way. You can be part of the inner circle, girl. Welcome. Oh my God, I'm like Taylor Swift. I'm going to have a posse of girls, like beautiful girls just around me. It'll just be me and her. Who can I be? You- Security. You don't want me securing anything. No, no, it'd be perfect because like we know you're there, but you won't be seen, so you're good. That's like your favorite. That's like your favorite. That's like your dream job. I'm there getting paid. You just don't see me, and I don't have to interact with anyone. Can I even even better? <laughs> can I not be there? You can still get paid. Sure, why not? Like I'm in it. the giving mood. Um, worse people. People have done worse. Um, rated game. Yeah. So here we go. Because <clears throat> people were posting pictures, weddings. Overrated because all the all the all the weddings that happen in the beginning of summer, they're all getting their wedding pictures, and I'm seeing them all on Facebook now. Overrated, <laughs> especially when half of you are going to wind up hating each other in a very short <laughs> period of time. I hope you enjoyed your party. Another thing that I'm seeing because with summer winding down, I'm seeing these photos: vacations. Underrated. This might that might be the most underrated thing we've ever had on the rated game. Really, like people vacation. need. Oh yeah. yeah, you do need them, but I don't. We all can see where I say, "Oh, I need a vacation," but no one ever follows through with right. them. It's more. I think saying a vacation is more of a figure of speech nowadays. It's like mm, can't take time off. I do got to work. Let Let me give you. I have another theory, another philosophy about vacations. Even though I just said they're they're vastly underrated, they're a pain in the ass because you have to work ahead to take it. While you're away, you're often on your phone anyway. 
so that when you come back, you you don't have two weeks of work to catch up on. It's tough, man. And not to mention, while you're working towards this vacation, you're working to plan the vacation. So you're working on top of work. And my mom, every time we had a vacation, she would always maintain a schedule. Mm-hmm. And if we derailed from that schedule, the whole vacation was shot. And that, that thing that... That trouble, that challenge that I just outlined, working ahead and then catching up when you get mm-hmm. back, it's not a worker problem. It's an employer problem. Mm-hmm. So there's Eric on vacation. No, you're good. Um, So this happened the other day with one of our little kid, two of our kids. A little argument. Being right. The Eric in me. The logic, it's it's overrated. It's overrated but being me, right. Yeah. The mood that I'm in, vastly underrated. <laughs> vastly underrated. All right, another one. I, I was drawing inspiration yesterday. Also from work, finishing first. This also went in long lines with my sister and I when we were younger because we're like a year apart. She would always try to finish first, and she would. But I would be so distraught about it. I did, in school, when we were doing tests, mm-hmm. I would always want to finish first. And I'd, when I'd finish, I'd look around, I'd be like, I did it, and I'd feel good about myself. And then I'd get like a C plus, which I didn't. I actually did quite well. <laughs> uh, I, I think it's a, it's properly rated. Properly rated, finishing Finishing first. right is best. You don't think that way as a kid. You just want to finish before everyone else. Well, there's like, that, yeah. But do you, I wonder if they still do the time tests. You have like a minute to finish. Like I think it was like 100 problems. I would be that kid, be like, uh, uh. Zero? What was that kid? I slept a lot in school, too, so I figured the, the faster I finished the, the test, the quizzes, the exams, the more time I got to sleep while everybody else finished. All right. Here we go. Also, inspiration from my other job, growing up. Overrated. Overrated. As as Barry would say, <laughs> youth is wasted on the young. I always tell like, my kids, like they're always like, when I grow up, I'm like, don't rush it. Yeah. As soon as you say, when I grow up. There's a bill to play. Because you know you don't have to worry about? when you bill is my electric bill. Oh, $60. I'm so excited. You know what you don't have to worry about when you're like 5 or 7 or 13? A lot of these things. Oh, right. Vacations, for sure. work, for sure. tests. And, and all this inspiration came from like my little 5-year-olds talking at like snack the other day. Like they sound like old people at a nursing home the way they just talk to each other. Like Here, Here's my... Maybe one of the only pieces of advice I've, I've offered to throw at you as we do this. Mm-hmm. Maybe I've given you some more than that, but there is content everywhere. There is no reason I'm... to come and do this and not have <laughs> things to talk about with the lives that we lead. Well, that's how we came up with the one thing today. Like I asked my kids yesterday where they wanted to be the group, but I got a whole list of stuff. Good. There's one thing on the list that caught all of us by surprise, and I was like, you're going to be something. Eight o'clock is when we'll get to what yeah. your kids want to be. Next, uh, lots of these jobs if you're looking for one, and the speed limit on this road will not change. Next. Good news, bad news, breaking news, fake news, local news, and even real news. And yeah, just the news you need with the morning reboot with Eric Chase on Q105. Where I put my beard is my business. <laughs> okay. What's in my beard? You have glitter on your beard. I'm around you enough. That well, I didn't have it. Oh, you're right. Okay, cool. Uh, there are <laughs> a lot of jobs available, huh? though 
They might not be jobs you want. There are jobs out there. And Toledo and Monroe, the metro area is tied for the fifth fastest growing construction jobs market in the country. Uh, we added 2,100 new construction jobs between last June and this June. Uh, and that was fifth fastest growing among the 358 metros ranked. Despite the increases, uh, one spokesperson highlighted that the construction industry is facing a shortage of qualified workers, not just in Ohio, but throughout the country. And I would guess, though I might be wrong, I don't know blue-collar jobs like that real well. I would mm-hmm. think that construction is one thing that it will take much longer to be replaced by AI or by robots. Yeah, because you need that man slash woman power. Mm-hmm. Like you, you don't want to. You don't want artificial intelligence messing up a road right. or a bridge. You know what I mean? You, you. Those are jobs where we need real people. Speaking of roads, in uh, this is a, a story from the intrepid Sean Haggerty at thirteen ABC. In the wake of the tragedy that took the life of a 16-year-old Rogers High School student, the study on Hill Avenue and speeds is now complete. Uh, It's all 45 miles an hour there. And friends say Ramir Cabot, 16, was running across Hill to catch a bus when he was headed to Rogers last October. He was hit and killed. Police did not charge the driver, but officials did promise a study to find out what exactly is happening on that stretch of road and what should be happening on Hill. The study's complete. Uh, Hill is about five and a half miles long with several school zones, which includes Rogers. Uh, The study found that 85% of drivers stay at 25 miles an hour or less. The intersection at Hill, um, with the highest number of crashes, unsurprisingly, is is Hill and Reynolds, because that's the biggest intersection. Mm -hmm. What I didn't get from this story, Sean, is not how fast people were going, but whether there was enough lighting. That was the issue, because it was was dark. It was dark for him, but like, so not this... Because my mom lives on... Because my mom, in the apartment complex... Where he was hit, and I remember my mom coming home from work, and she was like, "What the hell's happening?" And, I was, and then we came up the next morning, and I had text her. So it is really dark over there. Like it's dark. Yeah, more lights, not speed. Yeah, it, it's dark. Even if you're going at a reasonable speed, if you can't see where you're going, it's true. dangerous. True, true. Uh, the president of the union representing TARDA's bus drivers and mechanics called Wednesday for the agency's board of trustees to fire GM James G without severance when it meets today in part to discuss his future. Carly Allen uh, implored the TARDA board to make the uncomfortable decision regarding him who was charged with operating a vehicle under the influence following a July 19th incident in Waterville. I understand that Jim is, like, is a likable guy. He's affable and friendly. It's your duty to your community to set aside your person, personal feelings and move for termination without a severance package. He's been a full-time employee at TARDA since 1994 and it's GM since 03 and his current salary is $130,000. One mistake. I don't Mm. want to see people lose their job, especially for a terrible error of judgment. Mm. Um, I I don't want to see people lose their jobs uh, flippantly, but this is a big mistake. This is a big mistake. You don't want to see people lose their jobs? We don't want to see people lose their lives from a dumb mistake. Yep. Yep. Since 94, that's a lifetime. For for a lot of people, yeah. Yeah. Um, Ohio's annual tax break, the tax amnesty hits tonight. If you're awake at midnight, it'll kick off at midnight and then go through the weekend making lower-priced uh, clothing, shoes, and ever-popular pens and notebooks just a little cheaper for families across the state for the last five years. There's The General Assembly is approved on a year-to-year basis, the weekend-long sales tax amnesty for specific items. Um, but last year permanently placed the tax holiday on the calendar. Remember, it's clothing and shoes at $75 or less and in, and school supplies at $20 or less. And the tax waiver goes through 1159 Sunday night. Um, here in the state, 
taxes five and three quarters percent, and several counties have the option, um, which all 88 exercise, at least to some extent, to tack on a few percent of their own. Here, it's uh, Lucas County, one and a half percent. Wood County, it's one percent. So if you're uh, getting a $75 pair of shoes, you'll pay an extra, in Toledo, you'll pay an extra $5.44. But you can save a little bit of money. Mm, I like to look at it as, uh, when, <laughs> so whatever. when I go to... You could buy some stuff. Like you can do some clothes shopping. Uh, you don't understand. I'm going to talk about it on the air, but there's a big sale happening on Saturday. At home. Really? I'm so excited. What's happening at at home? Saturday percent off clearance, and their clearance section is gigantic. Okay. <laughs> like you just made some plans for me on Saturday. Gigantic. Um, <laughs> just some math that I use for myself. When I go to Target or wherever, and they're like, hey, you want to save 5% with every purchase? Which basically amounts to tax. Right. So, uh, but also, more money stuff. Looks like Kroger is making a change. You get cash back. Uh, customers will now be able to receive up to $300, $300 in cash back on purchases made with a debit card. Amounts between a dollar and a hundred will be charged a fee of 50 cents. 101 and 300 will be charged a fee of $3.50. The first 50 cents will be waived for Kroger Plus members, according to the company's Twitter. So now when you get money, cash back at the register, they want to charge you like an ATM would. Who gets $300 of cash back at a register? You'd be surprised. I've done it before. For real? Yeah, because oh. there's like no ATMs close by or ATMs in areas that I don't want to use when I can get to them. I was today years old. Okay. No, I, I never. I, I've gotten like 10 or 20 in cash back, but I've never known anyone to get like... A rent payment in cash. Yeah. Okay. I'm not saying that it doesn't happen. Okay. When I lived downtown and needed cash, Mm -hmm. uh, like I didn't want to go to the gas station by the bridge and use that that ATM. Mm -hmm. Uh, So a lot of times I would just remind myself when I'm food shopping, take out a chunk for like if I'm traveling home to Philadelphia, turnpike tolls Uh because I don't have easy pass. Just get a wad of cash from Kroger. I have an easy pass you can borrow now. But I still have to pay you. Or do I? Um, have you followed this Equifax stuff and the money people want? I have, and I kind of wish I knew more about it because I was like, oh, I could fake that I need money too, but I don't know anything. Well, I know about them, but I don't know what they do. Uh, so the federal trade, Equifax checks and monitors your, your credit. They're okay. one of the three credit bureaus. I, I believe I have that correct. And they made a settlement over a 2017 data breach uh, that exposed the personal info of 147 million people. And people Ooh. are entitled up to a $125 cash payment. Or you can get like free credit monitoring. And most of the websites that I've read have said take the credit monitoring, uh, monitoring because the more people that go for the money, the less you'll get. Mm. And that's a simple as I can put it. You've got a choice of four years of free credit monitoring from all three reporting agencies, which would be provided by Experian, um, or you could take the cash. But again, the more people that go for the cash, the less you get. It's kind of like the the lottery. Like, if a lot of people hit, the less you get. How do you know if you've been breached? Uh, There there is an FTC website. If you search, like, am I entitled to money or or whatever it Mm. is. Now, I know some people were a little put off by the fact that you had to put in some pretty important info including wow. like the last four of your social and it just wasn't worth it but 125 to a lot of a lot of people is a lot of money um and again you can imagine that you might wind up with very little because 147 million people affected is about half of the country right and you're talking and, and and more than that because those are all adults you know slice kids off of that mm-hmm. so congratulations you can get your seven dollars for plugging your yes. social security number into the uh, internet 642 russia what about it? I'm sort of waiting for someone to be like, this is all part of Russia. Call.
cold. Put your social security number. Oh, they know your face. Now they know your numbers. Ah! Dude, we are light on entertainment news unless I'm missing something. We got some relationship info out there. Uh-oh. Elizabeth Olsen, uh, Brie Larson, some Idr- Idris Elba. And uh, after 7 o'clock, our friend Filet Mignon will be here. Let's uh, let's let's play some of his music next. All right. He has uh, dropped a new album and a single that's actually quite good. We'll give you some of that before 7. I'm a sucker for 6.52 on Q105, the morning reboot. Eric and Floyd, a little bit after 7 o'clock. We'll get to a throwback Thursday. Our friend Ashley is not with us today. Uh, our new friend, who is our Hollywood Casino Talent Competition winner, Filet Mignon will be here to take you mm. on competitively in Throwback Thursday. Uh, I believe Filet, he, I, I, he just, uh, his song just played. Sorry about that. <laughs> um, I wanted to save it for a second, and I will. He is a... Rapper. Mm-hmm. We'll go that route for uh, Throwback Thursday and the, and the theme today. And I, I saw him posting last night on, on social that his uh, he's got a new album and uh, the first single has been released. And I've not listened to it until we, we checked it out about 20 minutes ago. Mm-hmm. I, I like the, DJ Press I like the tropical vibe. Yeah. It's for Le Mignon. Think about throwing a little party or something. It's the weekend, got me thinking what to do. Tell the fam and the friends to come through. Good food, good people, good vibes. Add that up, it equals a good night. Get some grub, get the groove. The more I'm thinking, you I'm thinking that's a move. That's pretty great. I was getting it. Sorry, I was, I was literally dancing over here. I didn't vet it for profanity. I don't think he cursed, but that that that's a little bop. No, I think he said he doesn't curse last week. A few weeks ago, sorry. Okay. That's a good little vibe. That was good. Flay, Phil, I have I have one piece of feedback that we can talk about when you get here. Um, Andy Cohen thing, real quick. So he does a like a daily radio show, uh-huh. and this is what I, I grabbed from that. Uh, he discussed the, the, the Titus Burgess incident yesterday. Burgess immediately left when taping Sunday in, in a huff, as you can imagine. When asked to sign the guest book, Burgess allegedly replied, he knows I was here. <laughs> that Yeah, that's a diva move. When asked if Burgess will return to the show, Cohen told Access Hollywood he's been on four times. He can do whatever he wants. I just don't want to offend him. Let's let this go. Like it's not even that serious, y'all. I know. Like, I this, know. Ain't, this ain't real beef. I know. This is like this is like it's like this is like I don't even what if a beef is a beef? What would be this? This is like this is a lunchable. Calm yes. down. This is a lunchable. <laughs> uh, something we've never talked about, but it was a lot of places today because the finale of Jane the Virgin was last night. I saw the trend. It was trending. I didn't. I didn't know the show was still on. Uh, Gina Rodriguez said goodbye all ahead of the series finale last night. The actor shared an emotional Instagram post to the tribute to the tribute of five years on the show she starred on the CW. Arguably, that 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 along with Arrow really put the CW mm-hmm. on the map and gave them some stability. Yeah. Some people would argue like the Gossip Girls and stuff like that, but Jane the Virgin might be one of their best shows yeah. ever. Uh, Jane the Virgin. Wow, we started shooting shooting the first season of Jane in July of 2014. A few days into into shooting on the set, I turned 30. Yesterday, I turned 35, and the very and today is the very last episode, 99 and 
100 airing of Jane the Virgin. Five years, five years of love, laughter, growth, pain, surprises, deaths, new births, and S-ton of memories. The post shows her sitting in a wedding gown with a Jane the Virgin hoodie. Uh, she turned 35 on Tuesday and thanked the warriors who have supported me from day one. Good for her. She won a lot of awards for that show, too. She did, deservedly mm-hmm. so. Um, Elizabeth Olsen, I believe, is now official with her boyfriend. And Brie Larson was caught kissing some dude from The Shield named Elijah Allen Blitz. Is that show still on? No. I don't think so. Because Marvel shared something where it was like, the countdown is on. And I was like, what? Is this show still on? What's happening? I think you're thinking of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. That's what I'm talking about, yeah. Yeah. Uh, he previously dated actress Maria Bello. Um, the sighting comes for, for Larson and Elijah comes six months after she called off her engagement to actor and musician Alex Greenwald. When I was looking at these pictures, <laughs> I was think I had little Floyd in my head. And you know what little Floyd was saying? These people look like they don't shower. The, oh, do they look gross? Mm. All right, let's hit the Mario Lopez thing. Can mm. I be? I, I need to be totally honest. Yes. I thought when you had mentioned it off uh, on the air with us yesterday in the conversation, I was expecting something much, much worse. Like he said, like I had to really decipher this. Um, so he's remorseful over the comments he made yeah, with Candace Owens. Yeah. And the apology goes. Hold on, I lost my other paper. Sorry. Um, the comments I made were ignorant and insensitive, and now I have a deeper understanding of how hurtful they were. I've been and always will be an ardent supporter of the LGBTQ community, and I'm always going to use this opportunity to better educate myself. Uh, what he said last month with the conservative host, I'm trying to understand this new Hollywood mentality where they just think that their children now have the mental authority and clarity to decide their gender. He went on, look, I never want to tell anyone how to parent their kids, obviously. And I would say if you come from a place of love, you really can't go wrong. But at the same time, my God, if you're three years old and you're saying you're feeling a certain way, or you think you're a boy or a girl, whatever the case may be, I I just think it's dangerous as a parent to make that determination then. Okay, well, then you're going to be a boy or a girl, whatever the case may be. And it's sort of alarming. And my gosh, I just think about the repercussions later on. I was expecting something much worse. No, but here's the thing, though. Like, he did the whole... I'm not here to tell anyone how to parent their kids, but that's I think that's where it came from. And honestly, if you don't know anything about I know just where he was with and who he was with, first off, don't go on that woman's show. You're already setting yourself up for public failure if you feel a certain way about a certain group of people or whatever. So anyway, so when he said it, I think it was more the settings where he was, who he was with, um, the dialogue that she creates so the, the context of where he was yeah and, 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 and i i because i thought he might have said something like, i actually had to watch the interview i had to put my pride aside and use my data and i was like let me i need let, i need to know because he doesn't seem like he comes off as that person i get where the people were just like whoa but i think it was more of the lines of like i said who he was talking to tith who he was talking to where he was and how she conducts her interviews and if you look at her track record of guests on her show not 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 the not the group of people okay. you want to be associated with. Because when I read that, and I, I this is a more common discussion these days, uh, and I know you're talking like three year olds or whatever. You deal with kids somewhat of that mm-hmm. age, and I granted th- those kids are have different needs, but three year olds can't wipe their own butt, and some of them still eat glue. Like, and, and here's the thing: <laughs> that's and a very I, complicated topic. That is adult. a complicated topic, but like he picked an age. I think when self identification, like when and I work with kids like this. 
it comes around like five or six when they do start distinguishing like I feel more like my sister than I do my brother or I more identify with my mother than I do my father and like they don't have that verbiage and I feel like when they start self-expressing themselves you should you should accept that you should reward that because self-expression is something that you do throughout your life who's to say little timmy doesn't want to be tammy when he grows up he's just i did he's just self-expressing there's nothing wrong with self-expression now when they get that verbiage and they're like mom or dad i feel different support that because you don't know where that could go and i think Right here, when he said three, I think people just latched on the three. Like, yeah, a three-year-old doesn't, like you just said. But no, that's self-expression. And when they get older and when they start self-educating themselves, because there's, no one knows, as much as you say, I know my child like the back of my hand, you don't. Well, I think parents kind of have hopeful, the, self-fulfilling they, prophecies. They do, but I'm just saying this as a person of color who is in the, in the alphabet of LGBTQ+. Just support. It, there's nothing. Well, that's why I don't think you got enough credit for the comment there, where he talked about if it comes from a place of love, although yeah. that love could be misguided. Absolutely, that love could be misguided with the host that you were with. Could she? Sure. But I'm just saying, just support. And then, there's nothing wrong with a, there's nothing wrong with a little boy wanting to put on a dress. There's nothing wrong with a little girl who wants to wear blue or pants. That's just, they're just comfortable in that moment. Like for you to say, at three, they can't self express themselves. I'm you can't be that. But also at three, you're also rewarding that negative behavior by saying, take that dress off. I wouldn't do that, but I would but tell, I would tell I've them, been around parents who have oh, done I, it. And oh, I'm just like, I'm like, dude, he's, he, back to your point, he's three. They still eat like, glue. They eat glue. He's wearing a dress. And then also, if you want to blame, do, I was with someone and they called their child gay and he was three because he had a dress on. And if that if you're going to go that route and call your child, like if, and it said in a derogatory way, if you're going to go that route and call your child that, then stop having him watch Frozen four times a day that you press play for. Like it, it, this, we're not going to have old man Anderson rant number two. Just support. No, we're complaining <laughs> just, just support and love your child. That's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. And if, and if later down the road they decide that they feel in a certain body, th- support them. You still gave birth to them. Don't kick them out. Don't pawn them off on another parent because you're doing more damage to that person. You're doing more damage to your child than society ever will. You seem to be describing a lot of people who might put. Let me drop my mic. Too, too much of their. Too much. Too much of their boundaries from a certain book. Well, I'm well. Not even that. Your ego does not reflect your child. You know what I mean? Like, what don't do you mean? like. I can't have people looking at my son right now because he's in oh. a dress. Listen, those people don't care. They're when they're seeing they're they're the not people, they're not laughing at your child. They're laughing with them because they're they're gleeful. And I'm not just putting this on little boys. Like, there's little girls. They're like, well, I also hear parents all the time. Girl, why are you always so dirty? Why are you always in the mud? Because children like to get dirty if you if you tell a child whether they whether they are gay straight bi or trans if you tell a child don't touch that don't go in the mud guess the first thing they're going to do go in the mud i mean guess what they're not going as a boy or a girl they're going as a child as a mud loving little creature and the people that do judge and or the people that judge and the parents are concerned about those people don't matter because they're the ignorant ones don't let ignorant people it's true and that's very true and like 
kids play pretend, make believe. That's part of being a child. You get lost in the world of being a warrior princess or a Jedi Knight. You know what I mean? And you you could be a girl Jedi Knight. You could be a boy princess warrior. You're literally just fighting a war, loving what you love in your head. There's no verbiage for it. Don't give a child verbiage then. Floyd's available on Facebook <laughs> to take your angry direct messages anytime, as long as we can screenshot them for the show. Let children be what they want to be. Throwback Thursday. I want you to be a loser next. I want Filet to take you down. That's fine. No, wait. That's not fine. Ah, I'm not a... G105 <laughs> Studios sponsor. to when Major Magics and the Southwick Mall were things. The Mud Hens weren't downtown, and neither were you. That's how long I've been on ya. And the storm played on the east side. It's time for Throwback Thursday with the morning reboot on Q105. Is the trial starting now? <laughs> the ASAP Rocket. They thing? waste no time in Sweden. Yeah, with no bail, no waiting for trials. <laughs> okay. There's probably a lot less criminals there, so they can just get you in. <laughs> I got cousins waiting on a trial, okay? They've been in jail for like 18 years. 717, good morning. It's the morning reboot. Usually on Thursdays, our friend Ashley is here with us. She is out of town, so we have brought back Filet Mignon. Hey, Phil. Hey, how's it going? Good to see you, dude. Good to see uh, you, too. Phil Holtz, and, and we'll, let's do your song stuff after 7.30 in our next Yeah, you segment. got it. You can hang, ar- hang around a little bit, right? Yeah. Okay. Filet Mignon is here. He was the winner of our Hollywood Casino Talent Contest, which also, I guess, has now gotten you uh, kind of a part-time role on this show. Un- yeah. Non-paying. Right, non-paying. Non-paying. Which is fine. But we're, we're glad to have you, and I'm glad that Floyd gets a little competition. It's fine. <laughs> it's good. You're looking a little paler than usual today. Are you frightened? No, it's, I haven't been in the sun lately. Okay. Um, I had my white claws last night. That could be it. <laughs> we have to get the white. Ain't, There's white ain't claws. No laws. Ain't no laws. Are you <laughs> drinking the claws, baby? Oh my goodness. The spring and summer pumpkin spice latte. Um. Anyway, uh, Phil, in your honor. Uh, we're going to do white guy rappers. So, All right. Or either in your honor or in Eminem's honor. And there are other songs here besides Eminem. So, mm-hmm. um, are you ready, Floyd? Yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. Uh, Phil, you know how this works. Got to hit the table. Yep. Buzz in. I need title and artist. Yep. Um, Can I not be disadvantaged this five, year? The five second handicap? Yeah. Like, yeah the, don't do this to me. Fine. Let me have a chance. Fine. I will oh, remove please. that. I feel like you have a better chance no, than me at this point. No! This is your era! I, I just wouldn't hit it too quickly because then I will put the five seconds back on your clock. Or maybe three. <laughs> All right. Here we go. Not fastball the way. I know what it is. Do you have to get song two? Yeah, title and artist. Phil. Bad things. Bye. Is it MGK? Correct. And yes. Camilla Cabello. You know when I hear that whiny voice, I tune out anyway. <laughs> That's why I was like, Ooh. bad things. MGK. Um. All right. Next up. What's so funny? I have no idea what I'm doing. Hi. My name is. Phil. My name is. My name is Eminem. Hot tie goes to the guest. Is it the real Slim Shady? No. Oh, I would have got it wrong then. <laughs> <laughs> In the words of Jeff McGee, two for Phil, zero for Floyd. Next up. I want to be free. I want to just Floyd. live. It's Malcolm Moore. I want to be free, that whatever. My... No. And I'll throw it up. This is like a fourth or fifth is. single. 
You might as well just call this one a scratch because I've never heard this one. Macklemore, white walls. Hmm. Caucasian walls. <laughs> <laughs> this is hard! Good. This you is. Did it already? Yeah, this is G easy. Okay. Me, myself, and I. Correct. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> I know none of this. You're getting, no. ha- you're getting hammered today. Oh, All right, next up. This Boy. is Brass Monkey Beastie Boys! I got one! Yeah. Brass Monkey! I told you that's one of my favorite groups. I know well that. I, I, <laughs> you thought I was gonna eat just monkey. Eminem songs. You're wrong! I'm not afraid. Phil! You're not afraid, Eminem. Oh, it's in the first line. Four to one. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what is this song? Next up! Phil! This is Macklemore. Sid, uh. Oh. Floyd? Macklemore. Love, only love. When I was in the third grade. Oh, I I was close enough. Change. Yeah. Macklemore, same love. That's same right. love. Yeah, I was like, yeah. Same love. Pocket. I was going to say when I grow up, but I know that that's not it. During Pride Month? That's his first line. I know. I've heard that song a hundred <laughs> times. I just don't know the name of What's it. What's the score? Because I'm about to come back. Uh, about 4 2. Flame, that's fine. Flaming oh. Young Floyd. All right. Final right. stride. Here we go. Yeah. And I lost it. You're an embarrassment. This is Floyd. This is Pete Floyd. Right the party. Yes. How dare I? Oh my god. <laughs> I was so mad at myself. My crabby mood is thrown off your uh, <laughs> it is. I'm like, vibes today. I love them. All right, next up. This Floyd. is Pete Floyd's Intergalactic. We're tied. I just spit. Sorry. Well, oh, can me, you do so this? Yeah. God, give me Intergalactic Planetary. Coming, coming, coming. I know. Alright, sorry. It doesn't start. Yeah, it's wild. Because they, they were angry in this song. I remember I played this song in my basement. I was like, if I have to hear this damn song one more time. <laughs> well, now don't you tell me to stop. It was good. I was waiting for that. Uh, next up. I'm friends with the This is Monster um, Eminem featuring Rihanna. He's come back, Phil. He has. Five, Look at four, this. Look Floyd. At this well done. This is this is big right here. Phil, Phil. Macklemore. This is this is the moment. No. No. Floyd. This is, I would have said this is the moment, too, yeah. so. Can't hold us. Can't hold oh. us. Yeah. Still five, this four. This video is really cool, though. I like that video. I to this day to me that'll never be whoever that guy was. It's always John Legend. Oh the oh 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 oh! Tell me this doesn't sound like John Legend. Yes. Here we go. Oh, I it can does. Get it. Yeah. yeah, I can. I can hear. Sing. It. <laughs> I'm coming. Can we go back? This is the moment. Tonight is the night. I know it's not John Legend, but guess but what? It sounds like it's him. close. It's, it's, it's close John enough. Le- it's John Legend. You know what? For sounding like John Legend, whoever that is, their career didn't take off. That sucks. Kind of looks like me. He does. The kind of does. Oh, that's right. He does kind of look I like do- me. Phil. Eminem. Sing for the moment. Five to five. <sighs> I was like, that's not Aerosmith. <laughs> <laughs> All right, hands over buzzers. I got one more to go. This will break the tie. Phil and Floyd. Oh, that, that would be a good morning show. I can leave today. <laughs> Phil and Floyd to break the tie here on Throwback Thursday. What? 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 Phil! Hey! 
Hell no way! Zach Lamore thrift shop. Yes, get out of here! Wait, wait, you can't talk crap. How what? dare you? There you go. <gasps> That's what we were supposed to do. No, <laughs> you don't want to. You don't yeah. want. Don't trash talk back to him. He will put you in a song. He will drop a verse on you. <laughs> oh, word! There will be sixteen what? bars of Floyd. Uh, Jay Z noise. You. Yeah. <laughs> 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 that, that sounded like a burp. Uh, hey, a big victory today for Phil. Big one point. It was. It was crazy. I mean, a win's a win, but don't say a big win. I mean, it was clutch. Yeah. It, oh, on his <laughs> uh, Seven. All these sports, sports words. Seven twenty-four with the morning reboot. So I'm going to do a, another game with you. All yeah, right. We'll have fun with Floyd, but also talk about your music in this single when we get back here all on right, the morning you got reboot. Q one. Seven thirty-seven. Good morning. It's the morning reboot on Q one hundred and five. The podcast for today's episode. Uh, if you can wait till ten o'clock, you can listen now. We appreciate that. But the uh, podcast goes up song free and commercial free, and of course, it is free to listen to. You can text Eric to four one nine two four zero one zero five five to get the link for the podcast. A new episode each day. It's Eric Chase and Floyd, our new friend to the show. Filet Mignonis here. Phil Holtz. Hi, Phil. Hey, guys. <laughs> How are you, my friends? We're good. Good. We uh, I know it might sound like I like a lot of people because it seems like people are always shuffling in and out of here. <laughs> no, it doesn't. What? It doesn't sound like you like a lot oh, of people. Oh, okay. Well, good. <laughs> you well, have good. nothing to worry about. I like Phil. So we, we met Phil. Uh, our friend Peapod came in here a couple weeks ago. He was like, hey, this dude won the talent competition at Hollywood Casino. And one of the things that he won was he got to visit with the morning shows and all the stations. I was like, okay. Turns I remember out. you were like we had we have the Holly, he was like we have the Hollywood Casino winner and I said who's that he was like you know the talent show I go oh what rock guy's coming in now that's what I thought I was right. like we're some country garbage yeah I was like what is believe me in? that's what I thought was going to happen too because I was sitting there and I'm like dude none of these stations outside of you guys I said none of these guys play any sort of rap music I was like Correct. I don't have a chance at this how right. many acts were there I, I forgot to ask you that the there was time. so I want to say that there were around 50 submissions wow. and then 20 people actually got selected to okay. do the contest nice. when I got a call to like because I just got a call like a month after I submitted my thing and they said you've been selected to participate in the in the Hollywood Casino, Toledo's Got Talent, and then honestly, when I hung up the or when I got that message, and just like I almost forgot that I that I <laughs> yeah, it that so because long, it's yeah. been like a month. Well, Phil was just telling us about the job that he does. Really, he's a banker, mm-hmm. nine to five stuff, and it seems like the same thing happened with you there. You you forget about things yeah. that you've applied to, and then bam, you wind up with it. Right, like I'm, I was like a month in between interviews, <laughs> and like, hey, come in for a second, and I'm like, sweet. We uh, you got we, it. We like having so yes, I don't like a lot of people, but I like Phil, and I'm glad to have he's him a here good guy to, sh- to put you down on Thursdays for throwback. Okay, I love that in your brain you think like he like. DDTs me like wrestling moving me to the ground. It's literally like a high five game. And yeah, I just right. To slap. I'm just used to you, I'm just used to you like dog walking Ashley on Thursdays, and now you've got some competition. Well, that's because Ashley's Rolodex of music is the Source Awards. Yeah, fair you, enough. You got that reference. You got that, that reference. Took me a second. Um, Phil, you wanted to say something? No, I was just I was oh, just gonna your... say the. F- the feeling is mutual. Oh, good. I, I just like, don't like. There are so many people that I don't like most of the time, like, um, and I and I just kind of have to bite my tongue a lot of times. Like my wife can tell tell that I'm getting irritated, and she'll just just like kind of pat me on the back, <laughs> right, like, like like it's all right. And I'm just yeah. 
So Phil is a, a local rapper. A year ago today, you put out your first album. Yes. Okay. Correct. And I saw some of your posts on on show, so, social last night that you you had new music. Yeah. And this is the first single off an upcoming album. Yes. Uh, and we listen. I, I look. I've. I only heard you perform or heard your stuff when you performed at Love Fest, mm-hmm. and I was impressed. I had not listened to any of your other stuff. Um, but I listened to this, and we played a little bit of it earlier, and this is filet mignon. <laughs> Throw a little party. There's no cursing at all. No, right? yeah, not at all. I it's promise. Filet mignon. Think about throwing a little party or something. I don't know. I love oh. the tropical vibe. Yeah, me too. It's the weekend, got me thinking what to do Tell the fam and the friends to come through Good food, good people, good vibes Add that up, it equals a good night Get some grub, get the groove The more I'm thinking, yo, I'm thinking that's a move So I call like them a all up, Keep they in Then I realize what I just did Mess around and I threw a little party Mess around and I threw a little party Right place, right night, right time And if the neighbor's upset, then I gotta tell them sorry Mess around and I threw a little party. Right place, right night, right time. And if the neighbor's upset, I really like it. I like this song. I, Thank you. I love the musicality of it. Who's the producer that you work with? Uh, so my buddy, my buddy's name is uh, DJ Pressplay. That's what okay. he goes by. And his real name's Chris, and he makes all the beats. So he makes all my beats and great music. And, and yeah, he does. He does an amazing job. And then I always go to uh, Bigfoot Studios and record. I don't know what that is. It's in. Um, now he actually just got a new place in Waterville, but he actually won, I want to say it was the Toledo City Paper, because it was like the voting, it had yeah. a lot of voting, and he won, uh, he actually ended up winning Best Recording Studio. So On, I think as any artist or anybody that does really anything, you would hope that you you progress, you, you, you progress and mm-hmm. grow with your ensuing projects. Do you, are you more proud of this upcoming project than the last one? I mean, so far, I mean, I've only, I've only written like a handful of songs, like I've written like six songs for it already. And my buddy actually made like 18, 18 beats. So, so if if I do, (laughs) if I do all 18, then I'll have an 18 track album. But so far with the three that I've done, it's like, I really like them all. That's super catchy. One of the songs I wrote when I was in 2013, I just finally got a beat that, that fit it. And so I just threw it together and then. Another one I actually made, and it was kind of funny because uh, I've always like had this premise. I've had this premise in mind, and uh, Lauren actually liked liked a song that kind of had the same idea. I was that, like, you know it, what? I'm gonna wife? write one. Yeah. Okay. So I said, I'm gonna I'm gonna write one with this same kind of premise, and it's just kind of saying all the issues that I have with so much of the current rap, <laughs> uh-huh. and so it's just like kind of. How easy it is to rap about like materialistic I'm, things. Okay, I, I have to remember the one. The, the, I, Philip Mignon is here with us. Uh, Phil Holtz, it's Eric and Floyd. The morning reboot. How do you know to or how to marry the lyrics to the right music? A lot of times, I always like hearing the beat first. So I hear the beat first, and then I just decide. All right, this kind of stuff okay. would go well with it, or okay. then I'll start writing with it. Okay, okay, so you do write with like with the beat, you hear the beat, yeah, like, oh, right, that'll flow exactly. With that. Oh, okay, and, okay. And I do have a lot of other stuff written that was written to like already made beats, like mm-hmm. by already established artists. But I'm like, I'm not gonna force one of those songs on one of my beats just so I can have it done, right? Because one of my most well, well, like well received songs was honestly about me being broke. <laughs> and I've Very been relatable. and yeah. I've been trying to write like 
put that to a beat for a long time, but it's like I just haven't found the one mm. yet, and so I'm not trying to force it. Right. What's uh, what's your what's your beef with current rap? And give me some examples. It's just. And a lot of people don't like mumble rap. Just, just mumble. It's just, I don't <laughs> like the fact because what so many of them talk about, I don't believe is actually the real reality. Oh, not at all. So. If all, it makes you, that's good. If, no, if it makes good. you feel better. I didn't know that in like the videos with like mainstream rap artists, their their money's fake. Yeah, yeah I know. Right. He told exactly. me that. And I was like, wait, that's not their real stats. Exactly. He's like, no, there's a prop company they buy that from. No, I have, uh, if you don't mind. I have I have one I have a couple lines in in that one song where I talk about just like the issues so I go about cars, <laughs> money and women mainly like how they talk about right. all of it. And so the one I said um I said rappers say they have seven women that's one for each night but that just means you couldn't keep a woman to save your life. Ooh. And then uh <laughs> every black woman then, listening right now was like yes flaming on that I put. They say that they got Rachel, they got Rita. I call your bluff like bye Felicia. They're acting like some dogs, and I'm about to call Peta. <laughs> Drop the headset. Yeah, that, he gave me that right there. I, I, did. I gotta tell him sorry. So that's Corn not with this song. <laughs> yeah. But if you wanna get a little cool, we're music snobs. I love it. Um, I, I would love for your voice to be filtered a little bit more. All right. That's it. That's it. Like, it sounds too much like you talking to me. Okay. And I'm not talking any kind of auto-tune nonsense right. or, or or just burying it with a filter. Just a little bit. I get what you're saying. But it's great. I really like I it. it. Thank you. Are you going to make a music video? I, I actually... Uh, <laughs> Look at it, like, it wasn't for this song. Scene, like, hey. It was actually... Uh, I did do a music video. Actually, okay. with, um, with one of the people from the Toledo's Got Talent. Oh, nice. Actually. stuff. And... Um, and her name's Sam, and so we she actually we recorded all of it over like over a weekend, mm-hmm. and so she's just working on editing nice. it and things like that. And Get so, it over to us when it's ready. No, I will. Uh, thanks for hanging out today. No problem. Well done in Throwback Thursday. Thank you. Perhaps we will have a battle royal Fortnite style. Will Phil come in with Ashley, and maybe I can find somebody else, and they'll just tear you apart. Me? Yeah. Um, I just think maybe Ashley could pick someone. Ashley can pick someone to be on her team, and we could be like the dream team of throwback, undefeated. Yeah, if you can't beat them. Join them. I'm not stupid. <laughs> Seven forty-seven. Let's uh, let's talk about one of the guys on the wall in a couple of minutes here on the morning reboot. Seven fifty-six here on Q one hundred and five with Eric and Floyd. This is the morning reboot. We're glad you're here with us. Make sure you get subscribed for the podcast. It's Free four one uh, text Eric to four one nine two four zero one zero five five. Who is the nice? Who is the nice and thoughtful lady who sent the message to our Facebook page from earlier about the? Her name is Courtney. 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 Wonderful thoughts. Thank you very much. Thank you um, very much. I do. Yes. I when I got that. Sorry to cut you off. I appreciate that because it made Mister Oldman Anderson go back in his rocket chair and be like, "All is well." On his porch. On his porch with his lemonade. Yeah, okay, you can give me lemonade. Idris <laughs> uh, Elba is one of the fine-looking men up on the wall. Um, his role in Cats was a source of humor and teasing 
for his Hobbs and Shaw co-stars. During a recent interview with Stephen Colbert, the 46-year-old actor said Dwayne Johnson and Jason Statham teased him about the musical while on the set of Fast and the Furious. When I was working with uh, working on Hobbs and Shaw, he's the villain in the movie, just after that, I went to work on Cats. So I'm working with Dwayne and Jason, and as soon as they found out I was working on Cats, this was their favorite thing to do as I walked on set. We're doing this big fight scene. I'm walking in, looking all bravado, and they're like, hey, Idris, what are... This is my emphasis. Mm-hmm. Hey, Idris, what are you doing next? And the crew would be like, yeah, what are you doing next? And I would be like, cats. <laughs> I get it. Because when you're on a close set like that, they become like your brother, your family. Like They're just making fun. Because like, they're like bro bros, like big buff men. Be very... And there's a fine line, fine line, and fine line between teasing and bullying. And and, and I think some of it's all, or I think a lot of it's the intent. Mm-hmm. But if I'm not teasing you, be very afraid. Yeah, I know. If I'm not teasing you, I don't like you. Uh, it's all that call out culture. Like there is a difference between teasing and bullying. Like if you take a strike and you giggle, and, and you tease it back, like it's all it's all about the dynamic of the friendship. Too. Mm-hmm. So like I tease you about your mom and I hooking up. That's disgusting. Who actually? She's now on the wall with Mahershala Ali. Yes. Uh, we'll take a picture of the wall so you can see who else is up there. Uh, it's one cat's journey towards what is essentially cat heaven. Uh, Idris said to Colbert, the idea is that we all aspire to get towards cat heaven. There's this young cat, and she gets sort of taken on this story about how to get to cat heaven or what you should do to get into cat heaven. <laughs> Tell me if you agree with Stephen Colbert. That is the best explanation of the plot of cats I've ever heard. It is, and the, and the cat heaven is called the heavy side layer. Woodstock, officially, Woodstock 50 is officially off. Again? They lost Miley Cyrus as a headliner. We didn't get to that story the other day. Uh, some of the original performers from 1969, including Santana, like nobody's there. Jay-Z had pulled out, so this thing... Was, Let it go, As y'all. soon as it started to wobble, everybody started calling it like Firefest 2019. Mm-hmm. There, there are too many festivals. Did you just, did you just clap me out? That's so dumb. I saw you doing that yesterday, but you were really pissed off. Yes. Who's Kiki Palmer? Oh, we love Kiki Palmer. Michael Strahan still has that show? With with um the Sarah girl from Haynes? The View. Yeah. Kiki Palmer is being added to Strahan and Sarah. She's gonna be like she's gonna be like in the in the field person, right? I don't know. She had her own talk show, too, for a minute. Uh, they're hoping she will attract some younger viewers to the 40-something, uh, 40-something Strahan and Sarah Haynes. This will be the latest rebrand for the talk show, which launched in September of last year as GMA Day, but was then changed to Strahan and Sarah. Uh, the program was originally intended to act like a third hour of GMA, just a bit removed from those hours. Uh, GMA took over. GMA Day took over for The Chew, which was canceled while a whole host of issues, including sexual misconduct, uh, accusations against Mario Batali. Th- this I've I totally forgot he got his own show and whatever. But this sounds like a dumpster fire. I, I actually enjoy the show. Like when I am home and I do get to watch it, which is probably like twice a week. I, they have very good chemistry. They're better than the other two that they're always compared to, where, where he came from. Mm-hmm. But like I I like it. But it's I guess if you're thinking it as a third hour GMA, no one really needs a third hour GMA because GMA is already an entertainment show anyway. Yeah, they don't yeah. really do news, but yep. when they do news, it's kind of like, okay, here in the news, but pop culture. Right. So, you know what I mean? But I, I like their chemistry and hopefully, I don't, I want to see people make it thrive, strive. All the it. changes and this latest edition makes, makes me think that it's not doing well. So, 
What did it replace though? Like I don't even remember anything else being that spot. The, the spot. chew. The chew. Oh, there was that the food version of the view. You did say Mario Batali. Right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. okay. Uh, Eight oh one with the morning reboot. It's up on our Q one hundred five Facebook page. Floyd will lead us for this. What are your kids going to be when they grow up? Dun, 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 dun. You said there was one very oh, interesting. Yes. We you you I bet in you couldn't name what this child wanted to be. Like I was like, huh? But it's doable. Okay. <laughs> it is possible. Because like when we were growing up, it was policeman, firefighter, doctor, doctor, president. Yeah. yeah, we were the basic. We were the basic generation. What do you want to be? What my what my dad does. Like my my grandma worked for the city. I wanted to work for the city as a kid. I wanted to be a baseball player. I never wanted to be president because it felt like a big job. No, I really don't want to be president. <laughs> right. I, I don't want to be everybody's punching bag. Although I would probably be a very good president. <laughs> Eight oh two. What do your uh, What do your kids want to be when they grow up? How old do they? And their social security numbers too. Next. Q one oh five studio. <laughs> 13. Good morning. Thanks for being here with us on the morning rush. Sorry for being crabby today. I said I was much crabbier when we first started the show earlier. Good thing you weren't here then. Just go back and get the podcast. Uh, it's Eric and Floyd. We're glad you're here with us this morning. 419-240-1055. The morning reboot. You can hit Facebook with this. You can text your comments. Um, you've, wanted, you've been wanting, you work with kids uh, mm-hmm. a good portion of the day when you're not here. Yes. And they have some interesting desired occupations. <laughs> yes. when, when we were younger, the, the one, the box that we're checked were lawyer, doctor, police officer, firefighter, or president. Or pilot. There was another one. I wanted to fly airplanes. Or... Uh, let me, I, I did a, a quick search and let me run some your way before we get into some of the ones that you've got. And we want to hear from you. Uh, how old are your kids and what do they want to be? Has it changed at all? Uh, what do they want to be? 419-240-1055. Detective, mm-hmm. firefighter, athlete, scientist. Oh, it's good. Okay. More, more STEM programs, yes. right? Yes. Teacher, let mm-hmm. me shy you away from wanting to do that. <laughs> no, 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 no. We need good teachers. We do, but it, it's a lot of work. It's a lot of stress. It takes. It's not a lot of money. But it takes a, it takes a special gene in your body to be a teacher, and I am not to deter, deter anyone away from that lifestyle and that career. So if you just be prepared to put in the work for it. And not because they teachers are so unappreciated and and underpaid the, and they're under they should have been on our list for under and over they're so underrated. I, I it's, it's a tough call. yeah so, like I, it's commendable but you're asking for a lot of potential heartache financially and psychologically. Hi, who's this? Amanda. Hi, Amanda. What does your kid want to be when they grow up? So he doesn't actually want to be something. He wants to. Make a million dollars and build a hovercraft car that is commercialized or standardized for consumer use. <laughs> he wants to be, uh, what's he his face? He that when he was seven years old. He wants to be Elon Musk. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. I guess. Uh, yeah, I like that. Yeah. That's a, that's like a that. goal-driven child. And if, he's, yes. if he is that, you get to retire very early in life. That's what my plan is. <laughs> I like it. Thanks, Amanda. 419-240-1055. Hey, turn your radio down. Gotcha. gotcha. <laughs> Who's this? This is Abby. Hi, Abby. Hi, Abby. Hi, Abby. Hi, guys. Um, my little nephew, Finn, is six, and he wants to be a dinosaur doctor. Like a paleontologist, or he wants to help well, dinosaurs see, get I think better? he said, what do you want to be? Like, someone said, what do you want to be? And he said, paleontologist. And somebody may have said, you can get a doctorate in that. 
because oh. for some reason he wants to be a dinosaur doctor. He wants to go back in time, bring the dinosaurs <laughs> back here, um, put on his sky helmet so he can talk to the dinosaurs <laughs> and find out what's wrong, then fix them, and then take them back and put them back with their family. I love this kid. Vaccinate your dinosaurs. Yeah. Uh, all right. I, yeah. I, I, I have a lot of commentary here. Uh, what was the, who's the crazy old guy who made Jurassic Park? What was his name? Oh, the doctor. Yes. Oh, I know you're talking. I can't think of him right now. Abby, that sounds like your nephew. And and remember oh, Dr. Yeah. Stevens or something like that. Remember what um, uh, Dr. Malcolm said to the crazy old guy? Yeah. Life finds a way. And then it usually escapes in your park and eats lots of humans. So um, <laughs> that is that is very imaginative on your on your on your nephew's part. I, hopefully, maybe you'll just stick with paleontology. Time travel is really tough these days. The industry is kind of it's expensive to get into. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I'll have to let him know. You went to Jim Gaffigan last night. Yeah, it was awesome. Yeah, Yay. good. For, and you know what? You had a great night to go see him as opposed to everybody. Oh, the that, weather was perfect. As opposed uh. to people that sweated through Trevor Noah. <laughs> right? Thank, <laughs> thanks, Abby. We'll talk to you soon. 419-240-1055. Uh, things kids would like to be. A couple more on this list. Mm-hmm. Musician, actor, dancer, choreographer. Oh, wow. And this is a new age list? Like new, new era list? Yeah. Uh, what When you polled the kids at school. <laughs> so we were sitting there and we were just talking. We were like doing our little thing. And I like had my little adult to kid conversation. I was like, what does everyone want to be? Everyone went around the room. We got doctor, teacher. One kid said they wanted to be a, a writer from Paw Patrol. I was like, okay, I get it. I work with five-year-olds. Then loud and proud. The pride and joy of our class. I won't say her name. She goes, Mr. Floyd? I go, yeah. She goes, I'm going to be a YouTuber. And I go, huh? She goes, I want to make YouTube videos. I go, you can do that. I was like, out of everyone in this room, you'll probably be the first multimillionaire. She wants to be a YouTuber. And you know what? I endorse her. What's the kid's name? The toy kid? Oh, I know you're talking about. I just, I can't think of his name. I saw his display, I think, at Walmart recently. Hi, who's this? This is Josh. Hi, Josh. What would your uh, kid... How you doing? Good. What what does your kid want to be when they grow up? She wants to be a comic book drawer for Marvel. For Marvel? That's awesome. Can she draw, though? Be honest. Yes. Okay. (laughs) It's always the worst. You're like, I want to be a comic book artist, but there's just stick figures all over your house. (laughs) What about... No, she's... She's very good. Awesome. What about uh, being? What about the comic books appeals to her as opposed to other kinds of artwork? Well, she just likes comic books. She's her and her little friend that she has are actually drawing a comic book that's, over the summer. So. That's awesome. Yeah. What's her name? This is Josh. Is this Josh Knudsen? No, this no. is Josh that used to call you on the other channel. Oh, I don't know this Josh. I'm new. Josh, where have you been? I have been working. How are you? I know that. <laughs> I know. And, and weren't you uh, having? We like this Josh a lot. Yeah, you full. You might follow him on on Instagram. Uh, he looks a lot meaner than he actually is. <laughs> oh, that's my that's my favorite if, type. If they look you, threatening, but I'm like, oh, you're so nice. If you saw Josh's pictures at where he worked, you would not want to run into him in a dark alley. But then you see him and his girl, and they are the happiest couple. <laughs> Haven't you been? Have you guys been doing like staycation stuff the last couple of days? Oh uh, yeah, she's not been feeling too well, so you know 
she's into Harry Potter, so I got her out of the house to play Harry Potter. <laughs> well, send send her my best, and damn it is good. I, I, will. I know you've been out there. It's just good to hear from you. Yeah, just working a lot. All right, man. I'll uh, I'll see you on the gram. Thanks, dude. All right. Josh is a good dude. I missed him. I, I like that he had good energy. I think we've collected all the old people that would regularly tap into the show, but not Josh. And I knew that he was out there because I'd see him on. That's a good dude. YouTuber. At least it, I can take that. At least they didn't say influencer. Bruh, she's five. She didn't know how to spell that. Um, <laughs> but she was very confident and she's good. ready. She's ripe and ready. I'm going to be a YouTuber. And I was like, okay. Just be like a, a positive influencing YouTuber. Um, not like the Logan Paul types. Mm. Um, what was it? Uh, my, my favorite joke in that realm to wrap up the segment. And you can keep texting us with what your kids would like to be. We'd love to read about them. 419-240-1055. Remember when there was an Instagram outage? Uh, my favorite thing that came of that was people putting memes up. Like, if Instagram's out, are you still a model? Oh, right. Well, oh, I go. No. If Instagram goes away, you're still a model because you're an Instagram model. Yeah, but still, they have a lot of followers and they, they make a lot of money. So. Unless your mom pays for your college. 8.22 <laughs> in the morning. Reboot. <laughs> a panel full of ladies is yet to come. 8.35. Good morning. It's the morning reboot on Q105. I think that we've got a... Uh, I think this is going to be... I'm, my crabbiness... Uh, doesn't mean that we're not going to have a great panel full of ladies right oh, now. Oh, I'm ready. And, I'm and feeling it. They're all surrounding areas. Hi, Jen. Good morning. Good morning. Jen's 32 Toledo single, one kid, right? Right. Next up, Jessica, 32 and single. Hi, Je- Oh, no, I'm sorry. Jessica's from Sylvania, right? Yes. Jessica, um, what does boot up mean? She boot up. What the hell does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> See, she giggles. She know. <laughs> Three kids. She's dating or has a, a lover. Right. Sarah's twenty eight from Oregon. Hi, Sarah. Hi. Two kids. Are you are you married? She's dating. She's d- dating. I'm a, yeah, dating. Boot up could be in a million different things. I know mostly, I told you what it meant, and that's what it meant. I know mostly it means a crappy song. <laughs> and last up, hi Tiffany. Good morning. Good morning. Tiffany's twenty eight, uh, from mommy, two kids, and in a long term relationship, but not married, right? Right. Okay. D- uh, does does anybody not have a tattoo. Okay, good. Jen. <laughs> Jen, you're first. Does it bother you uh, when people ask you about your tattoos? Not not in general, but if they're like, oh, does that have a meaning? I'm like, yeah, it means I wanted a tattoo. <laughs> um, I don't necessarily think you need to explain your tattoos to strangers. And they touch you sometimes. Okay, yeah, that's that's totally out of bounds. But I'm definitely all right. I'll get to the end. Jessica. What about you? Do is it okay to ask about your tattoos? Yeah, I I don't really get bothered by it. I mean, unless it's someone who decides that like that they're horrible or something. Like, oh my gosh, how? Why do you have tattoos? You have kids. You're a right. mom, like that kind of stuff. <laughs> right. You see the tattoo on my toddler, uh, <laughs> Sarah. What about you? Does it bother you if uh, people ask you about your tattoos? No, it's a conversation starter a lot of the time. Okay. Mm-hmm. Tiffany, what about you? Does it bother you if people ask you about your tattoos? Not really, unless it's the mother-in-law, because she's just mm-hmm. like, why did you do that? And it's right. like, because it was my choice. You could have saved a, a bus full of children, and she probably would still question you, right? <laughs> correct, correct. Jen, you're the outlier here. 
Sorry. I, 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 I mean... I will ask sometimes or inquire, especially if it catches my eye, but I there are also boundaries that no one should cross. None. What I mean, do, yes. What does the date stand for? I, I don't know. Someone probably died or something important happened. Like, don't be yeah. You just don't have to justify it to somebody that's random, and they don't need to be like, wow, and lift your sleeve up and touch you. That's weird. No, touching yeah. is bad. Touching is bad. But, I, I mean, they, they are attention pieces, um, yeah. and we... we we have questions. Sometimes it piques our curiosity and imagination. I, I'm a tatted daddy, and like um, the one panel lady said, um, oh, I can't think of her name right now. She, it's a good conversation starter. Definitely, mm-hmm. like if you're going if you're going somewhere out of your comfort zone, and you're like, I'm just going to stand in the corner and have no one talk to me, and they have someone to be like, Oh, I see you have tattoos. Like, yeah. Oh, I got. I just got this the other day. What does that stand? And like, and it's a good way to be like, get you out of your social awkwardness in a place that you're not familiar with. Yeah. Uh, next up, Jen. What's something you're absolutely tired of hearing men say? Um, that women are so complicated. Because I feel like when you really break it down, men are extremely complicated as well, if not more. What's complicated about men? Um, they're breathing. They're inability <laughs> to communicate properly. Like subtle hints are like bricks to the forehead for a lot of men. Um, they some, they just don't really catch on a lot of times to what you're trying to politely say, so, um, and they're they're extremely emotional in my opinion, just not necessarily crying. I hate I I don't like when I see any any of the emotional stuff. Like we should be at the point now where we realize humans are emotional creatures. Yeah. Unless you're like me, and I just don't care. You're yeah, kidding. There's a heart in there. Stop. It doesn't make decisions. Jessica, what phrase or sentence or something you're tired of hearing men say? Um, I guess mine is, my biggest one is um, how they're always talking about how, like, my, my boyfriend at the, right now, he's always like, oh, I'm tired, I'm tired, I'm tired. Like, I have three, we have three kids, and I'm home with them <laughs> right. most of the time, and right. he's at work. Like, he doesn't even have to spend much time with the kids, like, during the day, and he's still, like... Well, I'm tired. I need a break from kids. I'm tired. I'm like, really? Because I've been with them all the time. Right. That goes back to Jen's sentiment of the, they just don't get it. Like, don't be so dense. Right. Um, Sarah, what about you? A phrase or a sentence or something you're tired of hearing men saying? I have to go off of hers where if you're a stay-at-home mom, you have an easy job. That's not even right. a real oh. job. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Tiffany, what about you? Something you're tired of hearing men saying? Either women are too emotional or... He- you smiled like uh, maybe i don't want to mm, smile right, right now right. like maybe i'm in a bad mood leave me alone right mm-hmm. um yeah that that's like a terrible icebreaker conversation starter like you can come up with something better and less ignorant than that um si- i i'm pulling this question out of the air here but um since everybody has kids jen what's your favorite thing about your kid like at the moment or in general <laughs> <laughs> let's do at the moment let's do at the moment okay at the moment I think she's hilarious. Like, not just because she's my kid, oh, but like, I can't Jen. even see straight I face. told you that. No, you didn't. You didn't know who I was? No. Get out. Her kid is a fart machine, and and she will roast you. Yeah. <laughs> Why didn't you say it was you? When? Our Jen. We should just say oh, Evelyn's, oh, yeah. Evelyn's the greatest ever. Uh, Jessica, what's your favorite thing right now about your kids? Um, Let's see. That's hard to choose. (laughs) 
my son is a year old today, so okay. and he's starting to walk. So that's my probably my favorite thing about him is that he's getting into his own little. And my daughter, my younger daughter Zoe, she um, she's very blunt. She will tell you how it is. She <laughs> does not sugarcoat things. Like she just, I mean, no matter what it is, she'll point it out. She'll let you know. And my oldest. Um, She's still very. She's she loves. She has a great relationship with her dad. Like good. They do a lot together, and I love that she loves spending so much time with him. Jen, we're gonna have Jessica's uh, little girl. You say Zoe, Jessica? Yeah. Uh, I'm I'm coordinating a roast off between toddlers and their mothers, and and Jen, we'll get Jessica involved. How about that? <laughs> oh, that sounds like a fun. <laughs> yeah. Sarah, what about your favorite thing at the moment about your kids? Um, she's always trying to make people laugh. She's just very, not a people pleaser, but she likes to see other people react to what she does. And if she thinks that it makes you laugh or makes you happy, she'll keep doing it. She's very sweet. Cool. Uh, Tiffany, how about your favorite thing about your kids right now? The oldest is extremely honest, and it's quite hilarious sometimes. Like the other day, he just roasted his dad, and I had to walk out of the room (laughs) because I was going to laugh so hard. And the baby is a baby, so points there okay jen i think you're right i mean maybe all maybe all kids are roasting their parents i don't think anybody's as good as evelyn <laughs> i don't know we could we could have a competition a toddler a toddler roast off i'm <laughs> i'm down for this all right last question jen what food are you most serious about like you are not to be interrupted when you were about to devour this I really like tamales, so I hide Ooh. from her when I eat them. Okay. Jessica, what about you? What food are you most serious about? Um, Probably steak. When we have steak night, if we're eating a big steak, I better be able to sit and eat it without any of the kids needing something. <laughs> Do you put While t- it's still warm, right? While it's still warm? Yeah, while it's still warm, exactly. <laughs> Do, you, Do you put ketchup on it? No, 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 no. Okay. Sarah, Sarah, what about you? Uh, the food you're most serious about? Anything that has melted cheese. Mm. You have oh. to eat melted cheese very fast before it gets hard. Mm. Ew, why'd you moan like that? I was thinking about your mom and melted cheese. Gross! <laughs> Tiffany, what about you? What food are you most serious about? Cheesecake. Cheesecake. Oh, cheesecake. It was just, yeah, see, that see. wasn't even on my brain, but yes, uh, absolutely. Was, was yesterday National Cheesecake Day or Tuesday? I think it was yesterday, yeah. Yeah, uh, every day. Uh, Ladies, you were all incredible. Thanks for calling in and listening to the show this morning. Everybody have a good rest of your week. Thanks, you too. You too. Let's go back to to, uh, Cheese and Donna. (laughs) Stop! 844 with the morning reboot. A stellar panel full of ladies. Uh, let's uh, Let's do the Burger King story next. Okay. Okay, that's on the way before we wrap up. Uh, before 9 o'clock. 8.58 here on Q105, the morning reboot. Uh, it's Eric Chase and Floyd. Thank you for listening today. Um, we've got some food stuff to get to. In the last segment we had, we had <sighs> melted cheese discussed. Melted cheese. Um, and last night you might have seen on our Q105 Facebook page, I, um, I, I, po- I posed a question. What's the best way to make pizza rolls? And there was lots of input. Yeah, I had to chime in, and I got a squirrel with few people. They said, don't. And I said, you can't sit with us. You're not welcome. Who invited you? The girl I dated last year was a big pizza rolls fan, and she was very so she was very particular about how they were made. And, and I think, like, 
the cheese had to slightly be bubbling out. Mm-hmm, like a good hot pocket. <laughs> yes. <laughs> You're yeah. talking my language. Food. And air, and air, I, do I need to get an air fryer? An oh, please something? do yourself a justice and get an air fryer. What do I make that I would ever Ch- air fry? Chicken? You you don't like chicken? <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's what I make in my air fryer. And then literally, so one day I went to my sister's house. I was like, what's that smell? She's like, your nephew made pizza rolls. I go, why do they smell so flavorful? He's, she's like, she put, he puts them in the air fryer. I go, huh? He's like, uncle, try I tried it. I said, it's like a pizza egg roll. Like, it was crispy, flaky. I said, I didn't know these flavors could come out of a pizza roll. Because I'm old school. I just put them in the microwave for, like, two minutes to get the sogginess. And just, you're chewing it for a long time like bubble gum. <laughs> Some but, people were very particular. <laughs> air fryer. I'm, I'm team air okay. fryer all the way. Uh, uh, burger King is going nationwide with this? August 5th. Be prepared for your second Burger King eating video with me. Because the Impossible Burger, Impossible Whopper Burger, so weird because it's not a burger because it's the plant-based one the vegetarian it's still burger. A burger yeah so the impossible whopper burger is going to be at all burger king locations monday yeah monday and if you didn't know floyd was a viral sensation much like <laughs> Jaden, when you did the burger king taco taste test yeah because i totally put it on my twitter i linked it to my twitter and wendy's liked it did they really? <laughs> they did like it. I was like, oh, this is funny. I hate this word, but <laughs> Wendy's is savage. Wendy's, Wendy liked it. And I was like, come on, Wendy's. So, yeah, I'm going to do another one. You know, I like I like, I like, like vegetarian burgers for some odd reason. I just, I just like them. So I'm excited for this because I do enjoy a Whopper. But if I can get, like, I'm sure it's not as healthy anyway. So, but we'll taste it. A little alternative. It's, I, I just apply my very general blanket rule here. It, it's still fast food. It's right. So I'm going to... Mm. <laughs> I will be your guinea pig, Toledo. Um, 901 with the Morning Reboot, Eric and Floyd. We have a very busy show tomorrow. We have um, Amina from, I believe it's Maniac Makeup that we hope to connect you with for Pride. Mm-hmm. During Pride Month! Dude, it, it's here! <laughs> um, this is my favorite month of the year. Our friend Bethany will be uh, will be joining us from TSA tomorrow. So a very busy show. Why 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 is August your favorite? It's so hot. No, I like Pride. I like I like I love it because like all the other cities get to do theirs in June, and we're like, okay, do you Ohio? But now August, like we we get a month off from it. Like all the all the conservatives and bigots, like oh yeah, gay pride's over, and then August happens, and we're like, <laughs> knock knock, who's there? Us us who? Hey. I would think that you would like February more because of the weather, though. In Black History Month? Yeah. Nah. Heat and, ra- <laughs> heat and rainbows. You know what? Any day that I wake up with, like, not in pain and just living my best life is a good month. So, I like, I, you just got to be happy the whole year round. But it's Pride Month in Toledo. Let, let's do it up. And you can celebrate Pride whether you are straight. You don't have to be gay. Just pride yourself. It is a big... Unless... You're that other pride that tried to happen in Boston. Straight oh, pride. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, pride is for everyone. Don't have your own separate uh, thing. Our, our Be pride, part of the rainbow with us. Our pride parade that we do here on Saturday is one of is one of the biggest events of the year. And mm-hmm. it is it has gotten bigger and bigger. And Huge. it's not just a pride thing. It's a Toledo parade. Yeah, and I, I, was, I, was, I was the Grand Marshal last year. Were you? I was. But yeah. We gotta pass the torch to someone else this, this year. This is gonna be. Uh, we, we already did love wall, love fest, and then with pride coming, it's gonna be weird with not, without having Philip around. Okay. 
He was like such an ambassador. Okay. Not that you're not. Right. I was like, really? I'm sitting right here. I know. To my face? I just go back further with him. To lead a pride month? Okay. He knocked on my door when I overslept for work. Okay. We've had moments. <laughs> I, We've seen I would knock on your door if I lived down the street, too. We've seen parts of Philip that we are not going to see of you. America has seen parts of Philip that no one will ever see any parts of any of us. And been blocked for it. <laughs> 904. Get the, get the podcast. It'll be up shortly before 10 o'clock. Text Eric to 419-240-1055. Q105.